Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Open Your Hearts, Loosen Your Butts. It's time for Open Your Hearts, Loosen Your Butts. It's time for Open Your Hearts, Loosen Your Butts. It's time for Open Your Hearts, Loosen Them Butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. I am Naomi. I am Andy. And we're a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple of different listeners. It's episode 200, Naomi. Which is why we just did that together. We said, who's going to do the intro? And I said, we do it together on episode 200. We achieve simultaneous intro. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Uh, this morning, Naomi, uh, you were walking Mabel as you were was. Wa- as you were wont to do. <laughs> I was walking Maybelline, brawless, swinging, natch, and as I'm walking Mabel, I um, you know, I'm picking up her poop, and it's like, you know, after she poops, she's like, "Let's go!" So it's like she's pulling on the leash, and I'm trying to get this last bit of like get this poop in the bag and then this lady and then i see a woman coming towards and so i kind of maneuver myself so my butt isn't in the sidewalk so she can walk by freely and then she like stops in front of me and bends down and, hand, and like to hand me a pamphlet and she's like the gift of the lord and i was like so flustered and so confused and my hands were full i just kind of gestured with like i like had the bag of poop and i was like i got the gift of the lord right here <laughs> And I, you know, she didn't appreciate it. Um, you know, <laughs> really? I, wasn't try- I wasn't trying to roast her. It was just like, you can't hand me nothing right now because my hands are full. The gift of the Lord is right here. It is poop bag. This very religious woman who's walks around to try to proselytize to, did not find that funny. I don't get it. I know. I know. It was bad. I wasn't paying. Because like, I wasn't really like engaged. I was too distracted. So, of course, my first impulse is to make a joke. And then I'm like, oh, good God. 
She probably said a prayer to get me sent straight to hell. He pulled a, a Frasier. Good God. Exactly. I thought you were going to say, hey, toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> oh, no. You thought I was going to say that you fell off a stage. <laughs> Did he do that? Kelsey Gray. Yeah, there's a very famous. Really? Oh, you should. Yeah. Yeah, you should find it online. Okay, you guys, you should also find it online if you haven't seen it. There's also a very funny video that I only recently saw of Patti LaBelle having to sing a Christmas song and her backup singers weren't there and they didn't have the lyrics to the song for her. And so she just had to literally vamp an entire song. And it is very funny. So so that's some things for you to look up, okay? <laughs> Kelsey Grammer falling, Patti LaBelle vamping. Yeah, if there's one thing you know from couple therapy is we are real hip on YouTube, on TikTok. We love a YouTube fail. And we are going to recommend you the best YouTube fails <laughs> ever. That's what this show is about. Patti LaBelle and Kelsey Grammer. We're young. 200. <laughs> We're young. <laughs> I got some great uh, Charles Nelson Riley fails from Hollywood Squares. <laughs> some real good Paul Lind fails. <laughs> So, <laughs> so Naomi, uh, two hundred episodes. So on the hundredth episode, yes, we spilled tea. We did spill tea. We, we spilled did. tea. We were messy. We were messy. We talked about our our failed uh, true TV show, and uh, I was like, "Well, we can't keep doing. We can't keep burning bridges." No. The only reason it was okay to burn those bridges is because I uh, I don't think. Uh, that network really exists that much anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe what they do? They show uh, impractical jokers, and I think uh, a show about poop. Gabrus and uh, Adam Pally have a show on there now. Oh, fun! So um, there was a show. There's a there's a woman who makes like statues, I think, or ornaments out of dried poop. Oh, and that's she's on a character, and they chose that <laughs> character. So somehow that got through the the meat thresher of yeah. True TV. Yeah, but our show, our show did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wanted a lot more out of us. Mm, mm. So anyway, <laughs> but we can't do that every hundred episodes. So I was like, well, what are we going to do for this one? And I had this this brilliant brainstorm. Brilliant, brilliant. Why don't we invite some of our good friends, some of our favorite guests? Of who, course. The, the, the Venn diagram of good friends and favorite guests. Exactly. As one would call them, perhaps a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, or as I say, when I write these things uh, on uh, the, the captions on Instagram, I, friend of the show slash friend IRL. Gorgeous. Yes. We said, let's just have a good time. Okay. And each one, we're going to answer one advice question with each, with each person. Yes. And we've got the best of the best, baby. We're coming to you today with Aparna Nancharla. Mm-hmm. We're coming to you with Joe Firestone. Mm-hmm. We're coming to you with Isaac Oliver. Mm-hmm. We're coming to you with Poonam Patel. Mm-hmm. We're coming to you with Brian Safi. Mm-hmm. It's a cavalcade of stars. <laughs> a cavalcade. Now, Naomi, uh, earlier you're, we were trying to figure out what do, we, what do we talk about here in the intro mm-hmm. very quickly. And you were like, mm-hmm. now was this... You said, what have we learned? But do you mean what have we learned about each other or what have we learned, period, in the last 200 episodes? I think it could be either, and that's what's so good about it. Okay. Because you've got two options. Mm -hmm. You know, what have I learned in the last... You know, in 200 episodes of doing this podcast, what I've learned is that, you know, I should have taken over Oprah's mantle. That's something (laughs) I learned about myself, is that, you know, I do have it in me. Um, Something I learned about you is that... You know, you will all you will always choose to make a joke if something gets too emotionally real as your <laughs> sure. first impulse. But then you'll really come through with something tender. Sure, I was raised in the irony nineties. The ironies, um, and then I did I, win an irony award. The ironies, yes, yeah, yeah. Thank God. 
Um, and then I also learned that, you know, people are really out here not valuing themselves as much as they should be. Okay. Because people are in these relationships with these hot messes and it's like, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. I'm looking Stanfield. I'm yelling at you at all times. Say, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Yeah. A lot of, uh, I would say a lot of the advice is usually, uh, get out <laughs> or have a conversation. Yeah, is. exactly. It's like, talk it out or walk it out. I've learned this. Is, I've learned about you. I thought I was thinking about this. Mm. I've learned that, uh, you love to complain yes. about the show. Yes. But after we do an episode, you love it. You're excited. You're energized. You like talking to uh, these people yes, that we talk to. You love true. answering the advice questions. That's true. You love the community that's been built up around the show. That's very true. I really do. It does feel, especially in the last hundo in particular, that you know people are engaging with us more in terms of outside the show. So it does feel like, oh, I know that people are listening and that it does matter. I'm into like the follow ups and the comments because it does feel like, oh, okay, we're part of something as opposed to just two narcissists talking into the ether. (laughs) And that's very, very helpful. Yeah. I like that. Also, we have like built a little bit of respite in a uh, a hellish world. <laughs> See, you say that every time, but thereby almost taking away the respite. Do you no. see what I Because mean? you constantly bring up a hellscape, capitalism, the end of days, <laughs> oh, watching yes. the deterioration <laughs> of humanity. If there's one thing I talk about every episode, it is Revelations. <laughs> My favorite book of the Bible. <laughs> Can't get enough of that seven-headed dragon. <laughs> Gotta get this seven-headed dragon off my back. That's my addiction to revelations. (laughs) The three-headed goat. Why does everything in revelations have more than one head? Because that's scary. That's like what's so scary. Think about it. If you saw, first of all, it's already a dragon, which is a Uh lot, and the dragon has seven heads. Well, that's impossible to beat. Yeah, that's my answer. That's a real answer. Uh, something I also thought, Naomi, uh, just had to throw this to the listeners. What do you guys want to see in the show coming up? In the next 100. In the next 3,000 episodes. Oh, don't joke. <laughs> don't joke in that way. 3,000? That's too much. How many years would that be? One episode a week? For the rest of my life? What is 50 into 3,000? 60? <laughs> My brain, by the way, we are recording this. We literally woke up just a little while ago. Andy, I was, but no, no, no. We've been up. I literally was on the couch and went back to sleep. Andy came over and gently pecked my cheek. And I turned over and I go, is it time? <laughs> and so that means it's time to record. It was a very gentle way to get me up. But yeah. Because you know, walking Mabel took too much out of me. So I had to lay back down. All right. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Maybe we should take a nap. So uh, you can listen to the episode. We're going to go sleep. Roll, Roll it. Ah, Aparna. <laughs> what a joy to see your face. I know. I wish all the listeners could see our faces. We'll take a screen cap. Uh, not me. <laughs> not me, Hedy. You know, I just put on half of a Revlon lip and said, Aparna likes me enough. Oh my gosh. It's been two years of video chatting. We don't still need to do full face. Yeah. But hey, speaking of that, before we started recording, I got an invite uh, to like this DSA meeting. Yeah. It's not Zoom. And I felt attacked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was wondering, do you ever feel attacked by getting an invite to a non-Zoom 
uh, teleconferencing thing that does not have touch up your appearance. Wait, I didn't. What are they using? Do they have their Google, own this platform? Is not, I mean, this might not even be through DSA. This is just like this is a thing for like a local candidate. So maybe it's not Google through. Meet. It's Google Meet. People love a Google right. Meet. Google Meet also does like, not have touch up your appearance. No, no. And no. I, I feel when I see my visage. I know. Without that, no, it really feels know. like it. It feels like they are doing that on purpose to me. Yeah. Do you? I haven't actually done this, even though I should. But do you guys use the hide your face, like hide your own face option? Oh, hide self view. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I want to be someone who could, but I me, do not. Me too. <laughs> I just don't trust what my face is gonna do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I I always check just a you know we're now at, at a little thing at the top of your larger picture but i oh. do look at myself to, i'm like am i making the right facial expression based on what i'm saying or what, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or I what know. the person is saying i, I just want to double check <laughs> i know it's so weird it's it's made me think about when i'm meeting with someone in person what my face is doing the whole time <laughs> yes i felt that way on stage lately i've just been talking about it. i was like i've forgotten to dress how to dress for people looking at me you know what i mean like i'm like oh i'm around people and i I was like i don't know what matches i don't even think nothing is cute i'm only wearing flats like i just don't know how to put it together anymore i know um yeah well here we are doing what feels (laughs) most comfortable having a zoom conversation with a dear friend are (laughs) do you think this is representative of what other people are feeling or do you think we are alone in, in these thoughts I think I, you're a little yeah. more self-conscious than your average bear. Oh, that's a good call. I was going to say, I think everyone probably is experiencing degrees of it, but uh-huh. I don't, but I agree. I don't think everyone is the same level of mm, sensitive would be the word. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. Us. yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. But honestly, this is what people need. Okay. We're three yes. highly sensitive people and we're going to give some advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love- you know, you need someone who's sensitive helping you out your spin on this yeah because i would have said narcissistic but you guys went with sensitive i love that uh, <laughs> i love that both of you and naomi knew for you a little positive well i said self-conscious <laughs> okay which is is better than nor- narcissistic i would say definitely yeah about. i was the most negative of the three of us and i think that's that's new it's beautiful that both of you had a spin. i'm growing <laughs> i'm growing i heard the best quote about advice recently by this journalist, I think, Oliver Berkman, he, he said, do you want my advice? I'm not using it. <laughs> <laughs> so real. So, so real. real. That feels like that feels like a you line. It feels like you could have written that. Like you would That's have said That's why it I loved it slash was enraged. God, so true. So true. Oh god, I love that double double sided coin of seeing people like stuff you admire. That but that feels like it could have come from you. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, love, love slash enraged. Like, I didn't realize I was expanding my brand. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aparna, we brought you here because yes, we love yes. you. And this is the 200th episode. And we want to have, like, our good friends on to give advice. Yes. Great. Yes. So, I'm just going to play So, this. Andrew has picked a question just for you. 
Oh, wow. We will not hear anyone else weigh in. It's not It's not like, you know what I mean, each person's going to answer the same question. Who cares about that nonsense? Oh, it's this not like the you. dating game? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then you, whoever matches with the caller right. has to hang out with them. <laughs> right, 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 has to marry them, actually. Yep. We're going to break up relationships. Sorry, Gabe. We know it's good, it's good for you. All right, uh, here we go. Hi, Naomi and Andy and wonderful guests. I'm a longtime listener, and you actually answered a question for me like a year and a half ago when you had Vela Lavelle on the show. Um, at the time, I was living in Mexico and in a long-distance relationship with my boyfriend in Colombia, and we were just sort of taking it one day at a time, but eventually the distance got to be too much, and we went like more than a year without seeing each other in covid And in April, we broke up after being together long distance, like two and a half years. Um, And it was the right decision. But since then, shortly thereafter, I started dating another guy here in the U.S. I moved back for my master's. Um, And it's been going really great. He's such a gentleman, so sweet, so thoughtful and caring and family-oriented and all of this stuff. And we've been together like three months now. But the thing is, he is from Libya. Like, I don't know what it is with me and foreign men, but he's been dropping a lot of hints about how he wants to move back there next year and how much he misses his family and all of this. And on top of that, he's really into business. And so he um, he and his brother already own a successful store here, but he is going to take a job with his French trucking company as a driver so he can make more money to, like, invest, I guess. Um, please ignore my dog. But, yeah, so he's <laughs> going to take this it. job starting in a couple weeks and be gone, like, three weeks out of the month. And, yeah, basically I'm back facing the same situation, the possibility of a long-distance relationship. And, like, the circumstances are obviously a little bit different, but... I'm wondering if I should just cut my losses now and break up and move on or play it by ear and give him the best of the doubt and and see how it goes. I don't know. Where's the line between enjoying the present moment and living with uncertainty versus (laughs) trying to, like, protect your future emotional well-being? Thank you so much, and I love your show. Okay, wow. first of all, Andrew, as soon as that question, I go, you picked the right one for me and Parn. Yes, <laughs> a question about the pre- enjoying the present moment or protecting yourself. I was like, okay, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a thesis question of my life. <laughs> and then also, I'd love it, you know, perfect for the 200th app. Mm-hmm. Someone who's coming back to us. Mm. Someone who's returning yes. to the well of couples therapy. That's beautiful. Honestly, all coincidence. <laughs> I, no, is it really? Well, yeah. honey, you have a way, though. He has a sixth sense when it comes to picking the right cue. Yeah. Some have called me intuitive. That's true. You're intuitive. And I think this is beautiful. We have somebody who's, I will say it is the same problem as last time, so I think she could probably re-listen to what we said because <laughs> it was about your previous long-distance relationship. <laughs> but I do love you coming back because it means you trust us, and I also love your dog. And I like that you described your boyfriend as being, quote, into business. <laughs> I know. It. it sounded like he had multiple hustles going. A yeah. store, a trucking company. Honey, he's a foreign man. He knows. He's like, I'm trying yeah. to get that USD. Yeah. Yes. Bring that back home. And we get yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I also felt like 
I wanted to know a little bit more about like how she feels in long distance relationships. Cause regardless of the dynamic, I think sometimes it's just like, what is your tolerance for not being able to see another person? Like that just varies from person to person, regardless of, you know, how you click with the partner. That's true. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Wait, a partner, were you ever in one? Like, did you and Gabe ever do long distance? No, I mean, I've been in LA for stints and then not seen him for most of it. And I think in a long distance relationship before, uh, he moved to LA and I was still in DC for like six months Mm -hmm. to eight months. So that's like just for chunks, I've been long distance, but not like for the long haul. Yeah. 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 But, but this also sounds like even before he goes to Libya, what she's saying is like he would be gone three weeks a month. So they'd only have a week together. Yeah. Right. And so I wonder if, you know, she said like, I don't know. It's kind of it sounds silly, but I think it is play it by ear. Mm. But also knowing what she knows now based on having already been in a long distance relationship. Yeah. Hopefully she'll know a little bit maybe sooner or easier. Like, oh, this isn't working. Right. And like, yeah, get out of it sooner. Right, like use the because she was in the last one for two and a half years, and then this one's newer. But I feel like she'll know those signs sooner of like whether things are clicking in a way that worked before or not. That's what yeah. I think. Also, what does she want? It depends. Like, mm. if she wants something that's very serious and that leads to kids or something, Just marriage, yeah, marriage. Naomi, it doesn't have, have to be kids. It doesn't or it doesn't have to be marriage. You can have kids without it. Yeah. You can have marriage without kids. The possibilities in 2022 <laughs> are through the roof. <laughs> through the roof. The combinations of what you can be or do. Infinite. 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 Infinite, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but you are right, Andy. She has to know what she's looking for, too. Because I feel like if you are looking for something casual, maybe one week a month is great. Yeah. Yeah, but she the way she described him, though, is like, he's a gentleman who's family-oriented. Yeah, that That's... sounds more serious. Exactly. That doesn't seem like the casual type Maybe that guy was... or gal. Code word for he doesn't want to use condoms. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <Family> oriented <laughs> Um. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I also I th- yeah, I can't imagine someone being like, "I'm in a casual thing with a very family oriented guy." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, we also have to be real, you know, much like Mexico and Colombia. Probably even for, it's like not even like oh. U.S. and Libya. You ain't visiting him for a weekend. No, you ain't hopping through like even yeah. probably every couple months unless you have. A lot of money and if he's a saver he's not going to be trying to spend all his money on flights either right and you got to maybe get a visa if you're going to be there for a while probably and it's also like i don't know i think it's a lot to go stay like when you go to visit your partner and you like not just stay with them which is fine it's like their whole family you know what i mean yeah like it's a lot. oh my gosh yes it's not like you're both gonna just be in an airbnb by yourselves exactly you're gonna be in his life and that's not bad. Of course, you want to see what he's doing, but I think it's not just like, ooh, I'm going to come and we just going to kiss and kiss and hug. <laughs> yes. That's what I think love is. <laughs> kiss and kiss and hug. Has Libya recovered? Didn't we like fuck it up like uh, eight years ago or something? Well, right? that's why he's got to get back. 
I guess there's a lot of business opportunities once uh, a giant hegemon comes in and fucks things up. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Andy will always remind you, okay, of the (laughs) sociopolitical climate part. So, yeah, you just say, oh, dang. Uh, Globalization. Destroy them all. (laughs) Um, Would you give it a go, Parn? Would you be like, after three months, would you be like, let's try this? Or would you be like, "Eh, it's three months. You were nice. I think I would try it because I think I have trouble. Like if I click with someone, I find it so rare that I'd be like, well, I'm going to at least try this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to give it a good good go. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. What about you, Naomi? Oh, my God. Of course. I get attached to a bitch. <laughs> I'd be out here like, I will move to Libya. I have been looking into job opportunities. <laughs> And I don't advise that, but most certainly give it a go. Um, but I also wonder because her last relationship, it did kind of. If it was two and a half years, that is kind of framing the when the pandemic was. So I almost wonder if everything was easier to do with just like remotely. You know, like in a way, everything was set up more to not have to see people in person. Like it was, it felt more normal that everyone was doing that in a way. Right. It wasn't like a personal choice to not see somebody. Yeah, yeah. Right. Whereas right. now you might crave it more if like your friends are suddenly like all out and about and right, right, up, right. Up in new bedrooms. <laughs> what, Aparna? <laughs> what do you say? You know that phrase, "up in new bedrooms." Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's my version of hot back summer up in bedrooms. <laughs> Perfect. Uh. Perfect. Uh, I do love that, like, all of us uh, just skirt around any kind of, like, real issues by using very deep <laughs> metaphors. Smooch it. You were, like, smooching and kissing. Kissing and hugging, but that's what I like the most. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't know if it's a metaphor. It's just what I think. I mean, people, there are people who argue real intimacy is closer to that than, you know, just yeah. a hardcore fling. <laughs> Hardcore fling. Uh, I say, I say, cut your ties now. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Tell us, tell us, sister. Yeah, yeah. Coming a little differently. Well, okay. You, I think, I think that is right. You're going to see everyone, whether this is good or bad. I'm still cowering inside, wearing <laughs> a handful of masks at any time. But like, people are going to be out and about, and you're like. The FOMO is going to be through mm. the roof, okay? <laughs> yep, yep. Off the charts FOMO for everyone. And you're, when you are a couple oceans away from your boo, mm-hmm. it's going to not feel great. Unless, again, this all goes back to, like, could you deal with it the last couple of years? Like, eventually you said it, it got bad, but, like, could you have dealt, was it doable, period, if right. whatever right. the factors right. are again, right. that we don't know of? It also... T- Yes. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. So if that's fine, if you're fine with it, then yeah, go Obviously, ahead. Obviously, right, but right, if, right. But if like you're thinking back to the last couple of years of that long distance relationship and you're like, oh, you know, in retrospect, it, you know, I did it because I liked him and then there was COVID and I couldn't control that, but it wasn't that great. Yeah. I'd say before you get, you know, two head over heels in love, I say- Cut them loose. Cut them loose. 
How, also, okay. you guys take down your profile on passportmingler.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pard. You got to stop with these international booze. Yeah. Take, get it off of Passport Mingler. Get it off of o- Open Borders. <laughs> That's another open dating app. Borders yeah. is a great, great name. L- Lovers Without Borders is fun. <laughs> Loverswithoutborders.com. <laughs> You know, and you just got to say who is local. And you got to go on localyokels.com. Yeah. <laughs> someone e- someone easier to build with. <laughs> because, yeah, it's also like, what's the time difference between where you at in Libya? Yeah. He also sounds like, you know, being into business, being very busy. Like, yes. he also doesn't sound like a guy who, like, sits around, right? No, like, and I don't mean that romantic, like, oh, you have to worry about him. I just mean, like, he's, yeah, it's just going to be hard to kind of, like, mesh your schedules and be like, what's up? Yeah. And let's be close and let's, you know, be romantic. It's like you're going to send him, you're going to write him something cute. And then by the time he get it 10 days later, you're going to be like, what did I say? I don't even remember what was happening. So, Sorry, I had so many spreadsheets to look through. Because uh, he's into business. Yes. Yeah, yes. so many spreadsheets. He's into business. So, yeah, I think, you know, try it. I do think, though, if you try to, I will say this about, I think if you try to end it early and you like him that much, you still go be kissing on him yeah. when he comes back that one week a month. So right, right. You know, unless you're very strong. Um. So and maybe there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong. Just like kind of being like, okay, you'll know when it's time. And I think if you're being honest, I like that you're asking so early. You've yeah. come to us earlier this time, and we like that. Okay, when you <laughs> when you write us back, you got to come back to us early. Show me you've learned something. Maybe it's time to downgrade to friends with benefits. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the one. Coming in real hot. With the the I like that. I like that as it being the end and then it's like music into the next thing. <laughs> open borders, open relationship. Hello. Hello. We're we're really doing we're the kind of like uh, Ayanla type stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen Ayanla in my life. But, uh, <laughs> but you've heard her name. Yes. From me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and okay. So we love you. Play it by ear, but know yes. what you can handle. And as long as you keep everything pleasant and drama free, I think you'll be all right on the other side. Yeah. And, and just be with your dog. And stop trying yeah. to match people on Across the Sea. Across the sea dot com <laughs> slash gov. Okay, bye. Bye. We're going to talk about animal health. And do you brush Loaf's teeth? Wait, I was just hearing about this. What? Somebody just asked me if I brushed Loaf's teeth because they said they brush their dog's teeth every night. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do. We've tried with all the animals. The cats reacted so badly that we just... And when I was younger, when I first got these cats 15 years ago, no one was telling you to brush animals' teeth. No. You were barely supposed to brush your own teeth in 2007. I'm, uh, this is all new information to me that I'm learning today. That yes. This is the first time I hear about it. So yeah. I don't I don't know if this is going to... St- Do you brush Mabel's teeth? She won't let me. I try. We and the try. best I can get is like the little front <laughs> chiclets. And so that's doing nothing. But, you know, she's already has seven teeth pulled. So I really do want to be better because if she loses any more molars, she can't do nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm trying to keep her little teeth intact. We got these little uh, chomper things that are supposed to be like teeth cleaning. Well, you know what it is, Joanna, that I realize is very stressful. These animals will have, they will walk around with full on pain, like cavities and whatever in their mouth. And you won't know. 
Like, they are just eating regularly, so I assume their teeth were fine. The epistemological nightmare. It, An and epistemological they, they, nightmare. An epistemological nightmare. So did they, do you, did they tell you that their teeth were hurting, or how did you find out? Yeah. We found out when we took them in, and they're like, yeah, so this is like, there's been an abscess. I want to squeeze teeth. And we had no idea because he just, he didn't behave any differently. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, his root is exposed. That must be very painful. I was like, oh, my God, my child is out here with an exposed root. I'm a, I'm a bad mother. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have an exposed root, and, you know, it's sometimes bad, but if you're not eating cold stuff, it doesn't. You're <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You're not, you're not feeding cold cat food, right? No. I'm a, we do give him ice cream every night. <laughs> we give him a, a dilly bar. A dilly bar? I don't even know what that is. Joanna, I just want to say how grateful I am to see you here over Zoom because I recently, we recently had the chance to almost see you in person. Yeah. And then the internet just ruined, not internet, the airlines. The airlines. airlines. Uh, Your your beautiful, wonderful special was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award. So you were here for a whirlwind, what, 24 hours? Yeah, I would say 26 hours. Jesus. (laughs) How was the experience? Is that your first award show? That was my first award show. Have you all been to one? No. No, Yeah, you were. You were at the Broad City when it was nominated for a WGA award. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I don't count that. (laughs) I don't know why I don't count the WGA. I don't know. Anyway, continue. Maybe because it's not televised, so it didn't have Uh, that sense of, like, uh, drama to it. Also, I remember when you got, like, a, like, gift bag. It had, like, a classical... Music yeah. CD, like some yeah. like like Bach or something like that, and like a so gift certificate weird. for like five dollars off of like gummy bears at, 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 at Sugarfina. <laughs> yeah, Sugar it was it was ten dollars. Oh but yes. my gosh! And I was like, well. oh my god, I was so excited. <laughs> Swag bag—that's what it's called. So yeah, so how was your experience? Well, okay, so I think that I, I here's the thing: is I knew we were going to lose, but. I was like worried it was going to be like embarrassing to lose and but it, it it wasn't even they don't even pay attention to comedy specials. They're just like slideshow, here's the person, there's the winner. They don't even say okay. it's so low key that you're just like, "Oh, what? I don't even why was I here? This is great." <laughs> but it's it was like kind of fun cuz we are obviously nobodies and like nobody paid attention to us, but uh I brought Bibby came with, and so Bibby <laughs> yeah. and I. Bibby Elvers. Th- yeah, Bibby Elvers from Joe's special, who from the beginning I said was my favorite. So the fact that she was at the award show felt right to me. She's great. She flew herself out and was just going to hang did. out outside, and so we got her ticket. And then Bibby. she was having the time of her life, like so so excited. She doesn't even know who any of the celebrities are, and so but she only knew Serena Williams. And so right. we knew where she was, where Serena Williams was sitting. And so during the commercial breaks, you can like go get a drink or whatever. Like you can go walk around. And so every commercial break, we would stand up and try to make our way over to Serena Williams' table. Yeah. But it, it was like it kind of slow moving train. <laughs> and so uh, we would never get there. By the time that the announcer was like thirty seconds till air, and then we'd have to walk all the way back. We did, must have done that three times. Oh, but no. that was our. Big acti- it was like um, I would say it was like a very pleasant experience because I was with someone who was so excited and happy yeah. that yeah. it was like it wasn't. I think it could have been completely different if it was with someone who was like, "Oh, we didn't win." God, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. but that was not the yeah, vibe. Flips at over all. the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, you could almost make a follow-up documentary about that, you know, going <laughs> with Bibby to the award show because it does feel like it is such so in line with good timing, you know, like with these people who are having fun doing this thing that, you know, by the nature of all of our work, we're like either don't care too much, don't care too much, don't care yeah. too much, or, you know, you, you see behind the curtain. And so, like, you get to go with her and it makes it, you know, the same way it kind of reinvigorates stand-up, or at least that's how I felt about good timing. It's like going with Bibby to the award show makes that fun. And now I feel like I would like to attend more. I would like to attend events with Bibby. Yes, I recommend it. I think that it's, I think that's a really good point where it's like, yeah, I think that uh, all of this could be seen as negative and I am so good at turning anything into a negative, anything at all. Like, and uh, so like if, it, if you presented me with like a Tic Tac, I'd be like, <laughs> it's not an Altoid. Like it's like all, everything. So yeah, yeah. Does it have to be I, oblong? I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And it's like, it's, is this a pill? <laughs> but it's like, the, I think that uh, being around people that are uh, joyous and celebratory about life, it's it's underrated. Totes, totes. So I love the idea, Naomi, though, that you get nominated for something. You don't bring me, you don't bring your mom, but you do bring Bibi Elvers. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And that is who I thank. <laughs> That's who well, I'd like to thank Bibby for opening my eyes to the joy of this entire evening. I would, <laughs> wait, I would Joe, wait, like, hold on. Yeah. Wait, was, you, was that where Jane Campion gave that speech? Yes. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Okay, hold on. tell me everything. Sorry, what was the... Did it, did it read weird in the room at the time? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 good. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like something the media manufactured afterwards. You could feel the, the no, like, it was, awkwardness. it was odd. Yeah, it was okay. very odd and um, seemed unnecessary completely. And uh, yeah, it was, yeah, oh, it, was, it was strange. It wasn't like the room was like, <gasps> like, right, I think right, half right. people weren't even paying attention. Like, uh-huh. it felt like a, it felt like a wedding and the speeches. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, like, okay. Some people are like listening, and other people are just like, well, you know, okay, it's like that. Okay. Except for Venus and Serena, who are then forced to listen because she calls them out again. So this is, makes it even worse, actually, because this is now because now that you tell me it's that kind of moment, it's like you don't need to bring anybody into this. You no. don't need to involve anybody. People mm-hmm. are just kind of chilling, having yes. a drink, and eating a salad. You and could you just <laughs> talked about being the bridesmaid, and exactly. like we knew each other in college, and boy, we got drunk. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh. nobody's supposed to be like cluing in, and there wasn't even that many cameras doing reaction shots, except for there was a yeah, there yeah. was nothing. I <laughs> except love for the more. famous meme. I love the edit, edit. We talk about this a lot. Editorial shade. Editorial shade. When an editor makes a cut to something uh. that says they know what's up. House Hunters International, famous for editorial shade. Famous. It's she. Yeah, I feel like. Um, I, did, I also did not realize, like, basically, the moment that Venus and Serena took the stage, there was more screaming than <laughs> anyone else. Yeah. Like, Will Smith took the stage. There wasn't as much screaming. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize, like, I knew that they were, like, beloved, but I didn't realize how universalizing, like, yeah. incredible yeah, 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 yeah. athlete. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's just like, I didn't, I didn't realize the scope. I was, I was living in a bubble. Yeah, and then Bibby told you. And she Bibby was like, told we me. have to go. We have to go find her. <laughs> Bibby didn't know who Ralph Macchio, 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 the Karate Kid. Yeah. yeah, she didn't. He was sitting right next to us, and I was like, and she was like, uh, <laughs> Serena Williams. Was he nominated for a comedy special? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody does it. Everybody gets, everybody gets a chance. Ralph Macchio. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to ask Joey our oh, question. Yeah. All right. Because we could talk about the Critics' Choice Awards all day. All right. You yes. could, you could. Here we go. I, I thought this might be fun. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I thought this one might be fun for us. Here we go. Hi, Andy and Naomi. Uh, my name's Kale from Oklahoma. I have a question regarding work. I work part-time at a pet store. I'll just say it's Petco. I work at Petco. <laughs> and it's my second job. And I feel like a lot of the people I work with don't really like they try and do the bare minimum like they do a lot of stuff and like they have a lot of responsibilities but like whenever it comes to like small things or like even you know like things like cleaning and like taking care of the store they just like kind of don't do that or like they leave it to like the last until it's bad and then they do it and so, I'm like, it's just been really annoying, and I feel like I come in and I work harder than everyone else. So, mm. have you ever, like, what are, what's some advice about to do, like, to, if, to address that, or should I just quit my job, my second job? Like, it's nice to have the, like, discount and, like, have some extra money, but, like, <laughs> the discount. I don't know, it's really stressful. Also, I'm poor, so it's nice. I need money. Uh, anyways, uh, if you listen to this, thanks so much and thank you for having the podcast bye <laughs> okay petco Ooh. in oklahoma okay. Ooh, okay this has brought back many memories of working at weiss oh the first supermarket i ever worked at but okay. i want to i want to ask you first joe have you what what were your day jobs were you ever the person doing the most at any of your day jobs did you have them you're such a young yeah. i was there, like you came straight out of college mm. and you were like New York City, baby. Here I am, world. I worked in a lot of food service. Okay. And mm. so I've done a lot of catering and a lot of cooking, um, that kind of thing. So I would say that I am one of the problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like you realize that, like, the person that's in charge of you is going to just, they don't really care if you do it's like you, once you're like screaming about like who cut the tomatoes, you're just like, oh, I, I don't want to be this person anymore. So. <laughs> you're like, I'm in too deep. This is not what this job is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I so I'm part of the problem, but I do think that unfortunately, anywhere you go, there's always going to be people that don't want to be there. Right. Of so course. If you go somewhere else, that's. I think you got to just accept that as part of the. Yes, because I would say because I agree with you because here are my follow up questions, right? It's like, okay, you say they don't they don't do it or they wait to the last minute. Now, do you get blamed for what they do Uh or do they are you forced to clean up after their messes? Those are two questions. If the answers are no and it's just as simply you hate to see shit be a mess. Mm. I say, honey, let it flow. Let it go. Because as you said, Joe, it's going to. Wherever you go, people are going to be that way. And like, yes, lower your standards. Kind mm-hmm. of just in the context of Petco, just in the context. OK, because if, if it is like an easy job, I mean, because you're saying it's stressful. So I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is the stress put upon you by like the people above them or these slackers who are like, well, you go do it. Or is it just that like, you know, your personal standards cannot abide by 
amiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying lower your standards in life. I just wonder if the job is chill, if you are making a nice little, ex- you know, some se- you know second gig, like if you're making some money and you said you like the discount, you know, if it's cl- easy to get to and all this kind of stuff, can you just let it be a little messy? Yes. As long as you are not getting blamed. Right. Then, and you're, you know, don't quit. Keep that. If you're getting paid, keep that, keep that money, keep that job. I used to work at Weiss, like I said, which uh, that was my first job. I was 15 mm-hmm. and uh, I was a good little student. And <laughs> because I loved getting those little pats on my head for being a good little student, I tried to be a good little worker at Weiss. And I worked with a lot of my friends who were slackers. I think the statute of limitations is up. Well, I won't say anyone's names, but like they <laughs> were. Because I was gonna say, say like they, they were grocery. Well, no, they were slack, and then also like shoplift, like steal okay, like that's different. cartons <laughs> of cigarettes and then sell them at school and make okay, extra that's money. Very different. Okay, okay. <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I just wanted the manager at Weiss to give me a good pat on the head and a gold star and <laughs> a, a couple stickers uh, because I was doing so good, sweeping up the floor and putting the milk in the dairy section and all that kind of stuff. Um. And I remember that the slackers, the thing that the, the feeling that I remember was that like they were a little cooler or a lot cooler <laughs> and I wanted to be like them. Right. But I didn't want to actually slack because I thought this would all be on my permanent record in some way. <laughs> we were 15. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I think that you should try. Let's, let's go with this. Why don't you try slacking yourself? Just a little. Listen, uh, caller. Just a little. Try slacking yourself and see if it feels good. Because I wish that I had given up my little goody two shoes, got to follow the rules persona. And now I'm a cool guy. I wear a leather jacket. <laughs> I ride a motorcycle. <laughs> I have my office in the bathroom of a diner. <laughs> Is that Fonz? Yes. He had an office <laughs> in there? Okay. I didn't know that he was like working out of the restaurant. Um, yeah. See if relaxing will feel a little good and just feeling like you know obviously like do your part you know when a customer comes in of course help them don't just be like i'm cool today but you know it's like all right if they want to leave some cat toys on the ground you know what just let them be on the ground if you if you do something else now joanna i would love to ask you you know you did say you were part of the problem can you tell us you know what was like the worst what was the worst of all the gigs and sort of how did you handle it? You know, obviously until you quit. But like, how did you deal mm-hmm. with it in the in the moment? Well, I think that, you know, I think a lot of the jobs that I had required upper body strength. And that's just not something I'm ever <laughs> going to bring to the table. And so I made other people lift a lot more because of what I was capable of, which was very little. Uh-huh. You know, and so I would say that I think that. In general, I will say mm-hmm. this, is that I think if you have a good work ethic, I think it does serve you for a long time. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if but you will have to just get comfortable with the fact that people will coast next to you. Yeah. Above you. Yeah. Below, people will be coasting. And that's yeah. just something that you got to say, that's not my lane. Yeah. 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 Also, I don't blame slackers because no. people are paid uh garbage to do yeah. you know mm. real work and yeah. so like i don't know if you're getting paid what's what's i forget when i was working a lot of these jobs minimum wage was like i don't know four dollars so it was three dollars yeah. so it was like low yeah it's just like i don't know 
that's not enough to do anything really. Right. <laughs> right. So if right. you're gonna pay that, do the I'd say do the absolute minimum. That doesn't hurt other people. Of course. Of right? course. If like you don't want to be handing out chocolate to the dogs at Petco. Yes, don't like but... don't like kill the fish. Feed the fish. Right. Right. Feed the birds. But don't break it back. Clean up dog shit. Don't lose your mind. Don't break it back. Don't lose your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you really can't handle it after trying that, then find another job where those kind... Like, again, your second job. So it's like, I can't even... I don't even know what to suggest that's like low impact, but also gives puts a little money in your pocket because you don't want to do like an office thing. People are annoying at offices. What about a gym? I say catering. Catering? Catering? I think it's the way to go. Do you get, did you get, at the time, did you get paid per event or was it still like hourly? Uh, it, well, it's hourly, but you get paid per event. But it's like you, um, it's basically just like creating a little restaurant. Uh-huh. You know, that's all uh-huh. you got to do is set up a little restaurant, serve the restaurant, take the restaurant home. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not so bad after a while, but they pay you a little bit more and sometimes they tip you. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. We do like that. We do mm-hmm. like that. So think mm-hmm. about that, sir. Did you actually freak out about the tomatoes? And then you said, I got to, I got to really like. Uh, one time I, well, I was like always in charge of prepping, like you prep mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. whatever, not actually cooking, no skills, but just like chopping. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one time somebody ate all of my prepped <gasps> uh, cheese. What and the fuck? I was like, who did this to my cheddar? Who did this? And I and I remember like as I was angrily being like, "Who did this to my cheddar?" I remember like seeing the person that was doing it and being like, "I, I think I need to reevaluate what's happening here." <laughs> yeah. That is insane, though. That someone would just eat a bunch of loose cheddar. Yeah, that people have done crazier things, but they, yeah, they. Um, I remember just being like, oh, that's, it's not cool of what, I, what I'm doing is not cool. And so mm, then yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I think I'd rather have friends at work than have a lot of cheese. So <laughs> that's kind of what I reconsidered. Hey, isn't that good advice for life? Exactly. I'd rather mm. have friends than cheddar. I'd rather have friends than cheddar. Mm. Ain't that the truth? People, a lot of people in that town, they rather have cheddar. Okay. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Hollywood, okay. baby. Hollywood, They'd rather Hollywood. have the cheddar. And they they want cheddar and vegan cheddar. Those oh are the two. Oh, my That's all gosh. They want. they want that money cheddar, and they want that vegan cheddar for nom nom. Have you, have you all been to Craig's? No, what's Craig's? Is this just it's, a guy you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a list. Uh, the, he's... <laughs> It's this restaurant that apparently is a celebrity hotspot, and um, the menu has all this vegan stuff on it, but it looks pretty cool. Joe, does it look like we go to celebrity hotspots? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think you should go. Oh, no, I think the, you should go. They'll be like, we have no tables available. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. We're booked up until <laughs> oh, the apocalypse, it looks like. Okay. I'm, so- I'm sorry. Okay. If, if and when Jesus does come down on his... <laughs> on his white horse. His white horse! To fight the beast, then maybe you can get a table. Who's the beast? Who's uh, the beast? The Antichrist. Oh. As, as foretold in Revelations. Oh, right, right, right. As foretold. As foretold. Um, <laughs> uh, what? So, yeah, work out your job thing. <laughs>
Isaac, you're coming to us fresh from Paris. How Tell was us everything? <laughs> How were the Saxons? Are the Saxons from France? <laughs> Who are the Saxons? The Saxons? Who are they? I don't know. The Anglo's. The 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 Saxon oh. part of the Anglo-Saxon. Isn't that France? Oh wow! I I really don't know. Oh my goodness! I hope other people were getting such intense historical questions. <laughs> um, I it was it was truly forty eight hours. Wow. It was we were immediately exposed to COVID. Uh, so of course, of which course was you were of course you were. Uh, so it was truly my biggest fear going there. And then to just have that. I mean, we didn't get COVID, knock on wood. God, it's, yeah. it's been, you know, eight days and we're all negative. But it just one, one of the one of the people we were there meeting with, like the very she'd been dry coughing all day. She'd just been in Thailand. Why she came to a meeting, I have no idea. Thank but you. Um, Isaac, it's been 40 years for me and I'm negative. <laughs> <laughs> He's been negative for COVID for 40 years. We I just mean negative, means. period. Oh, 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 Do you think that we... <laughs> Do you think that we three are going to be like tested? Like they're they're going to study us because aren't they saying like they think there are people who are just? I mean, now we're inviting it. I'm inviting this karma on us. Right. But, uh, right. Oh, I know. I but, saw that article. Like people who have not had COVID. But see, I think it's different though. They're not going to test us because we have actually just not been around people. Yeah. I think the people they have to test are the ones who have like engaged in the world and still not gotten COVID. Yeah, the people who think yeah. it's a conspiracy and have just been wandering around maskless and vaccineless for the last right. few years. Right. Yeah, not us. We, I mean, in a way though, you were exposed to a dry cough, but I don't know. A if that's dry enough. cough. I stayed. Wait. I stayed away from her. Yeah, Isaac. Explain to the listeners why were you in Paris. Normans, the uh, Normans, isn't that, oh isn't that France? God. No the Norman invasion of 1066. Oh my God! I don't know. I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, <laughs> I, I was there. I'm, I'm not allowed to say much, but okay. I was there uh, to do research for for a side project I'm working on a, a musical. A musical project. Ah, but also, let's just um, talk about how fun it was. You were flown there, okay? This flown. This is like you just... You business class. Oh, yeah. Business, First class. honey. You were doing yeah. business, and you were flying business. <laughs> Did you take your mask off to eat the meal? I pulled it down with a little... With a little, uh, you know, a spoon in, and then mask right back up. <laughs> to chew. To chew, yeah. No chewing, no maskless chewing. Okay, wow. Wow, wow, wow. No maskless enjoying. Um, <laughs> I don't, well, when you two are flying mint, because I know that's how you two travel, do you oh, take it. your masks fully down? Well, I've no? only done it one time, and so yeah, no, I just like would <laughs> yeah, take no. it down, take a sip, put it back up. I, I timed yeah. it. This was, and this is pre-Omicron, so I had a good 10 minutes of maskless time. And uh, and pre Delta too. Uh, I oh took my mask down for seven minutes. I timed it seven minutes. I shoved the food in my mouth, <laughs> and mm-hmm. put the mask back on. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the best way to eat. <laughs> seven minutes mm-hmm. on yeah. a timer under absolute duress. <laughs> I was like, I am not getting. I'm not flying to New York for Na- to tape Naomi special and getting COVID on the way there, and then I can't. I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh. Um, uh, this is not what we brought you here for, though, to talk about COVID and how we <laughs> still live in fear of it. Although, That's not what we brought you here. I'm going to say no. this. Our question today for Isaac. Oh, no. Kind of on the borders of that. I thought this might be a good one for you because I think 
Isaac, you were in the same emotional space as us, and you continue yeah. to be in the same emotional yes, space yes. as we are. That's true. Uh, so yeah. I thought this might be a good question for you. Okay. I can't wait. Hi, Andy. Hi, Naomi. Hi, Mabel. I hope you guys are doing all well, all good. And yeah, um, I'm I'm Colby. I my question is not a relationship question, but more so of um, a motivation question. So I, I'm currently doing my my fourth year in a bachelor's of commerce in fashion management, and you know ever since the pandemic, the school has been shifted to online. So I was in my um, my second year, when I, oh, well, towards the end of my second year, it happened, and now I'm in my last year, and I have this semester left, which is which is ending in December 2021, and I have another semester left that's going to happen uh, from January 2022 to April 2022. And see, my thing is, ever since this pandemic school shit, I mean, I know a lot of people enjoy it, but you know, I don't. It's not. I mean, I, I know this pros and cons to it but i have lost my motherfucking motivation for school like i i used to be so in it you know what i mean like i used to whatever i did like any homework i like i loved doing fucking assignments i don't know if i can swear but i love doing assignments and i loved learning you know like i like the joy you get when you really like doing something that 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 was um that was happening to me and I was like wow okay it's already one minute and thirty seconds I know I only have three minutes but <laughs> see my point is my my thing is why not why like I know everybody have to adapt to you know the COVID situation and I, I get it but now they are having us go back to school in in January for our last semester which is probably the most important semester i'm gonna have because we have this huge huge presentation we have to do in front of um business uh entrepreneurs and investors where we have to come up with the business and outline all that shit which i'm actually kind of excited about but i how do i get the motivation back Uh after losing it for virtual school like how, how do i do that do i go marry a cow by the water or like um does it kind of tell me that this is not the right path for me um even though it's, it feels like that a lot of times now but help you play out i i don't know what to do well i know what to do i know i'm gonna finish a degree and i'm gonna do it with honors because i'm a bad fucking bitch you know what i mean <laughs> i graduate with honors um but yeah please help me out and uh how do how do you guys like keep yourself motivated during times like this or any time where you guys are stuck or feel like this is not it but how do you how do you push through how do you how do you become you (laughs) it's my question all right um bye guys okay first of all he sounds foreign and attractive so isaac we will try to get you guys together after but but must love ducks like where (laughs) in my mind central park from in my mind he was walking around central park to, no, I thought he was like in with, Paris. I thought he was like walking around Europe in Amsterdam or something. Europe with ducks and geese and dogs barking and well, the dog well, was, was on Mabel. our end. That's... That was on our. Oh, end. that was Mabel. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just envisioning a sort of old McDonald situation. Um, <laughs> uh, Ooh, this uh, is a tough one. How do we now? Isaac, what was his final question? How do you become you? I oh, know. Yeah. How do you get back? Ooh. to... I guess like, 
And also, though, you know, Isaac, you and I talked, you were working on a motion picture screenplay. <laughs> yes. And oh, boy. you, it was, you know, and for a while you were like, oh, I don't know, I'm dragging my feet. But then there was a moment where you locked into it and you were texting me like every day with a new page count. Like you just got into I it. I was. And can you talk about what kind of clicked in for you when you did finally just kind of sit down and get into it? Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's so pause. hard because I've, well, because I've since clicked out of it. You know, the, the, the click has, the, the click mechanism rusted over and <laughs> I, uh, um, have fallen out of it, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I deeply relate to this question. It's, it's hard for me to be motivated in normal times. And now <laughs> that, you know, this is normal the, times now, by the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, truly. Not, it's there's just no the, going back. Yeah, there's no to going the back. World there's no going back. <sighs> God, cool. you're so right. <laughs> well, I, but, I think that's part of it. I think part of this is like, and part of, I know that my depression is the grief that I feel for this old world that I was formed in that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. And now yeah. I am a man out of time. <laughs> yeah. It does. Has he. Is he on Wellbutrin? Like that uh, right, gives right, your right. gives you a real boost. Yep. <laughs> I'm just yep. like pills, just medication. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, I think I would also tell him to be a little kinder to himself right now. I mean, I think uh-huh. like he's doing really well. He said he's going to graduate with honors, right? And like, yeah. I think he's still getting it done and only has how much left? Well, like, now at this, this now point, it'll, yeah. be, it'll be done. We're a little, we're a little, little late coming to this, but yeah. Oh, like this is the what, last what semester. If, what if, what if you get a follow up from him and he's like, "I dropped out." Um, <laughs> oh god! But uh, <laughs> very dark. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, what would you tell Mrs. Maisel? Right. <laughs> this is pre before she got a pep talk from. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Lenny, Lenny Bruce. Bruce. Before that, before a, a stern talking to from Lenny Bruce, what would he have told Mrs. Maisel, who is, uh, you know, running in circles, just at a, <laughs> you know, doing stand up at a strip club? I mean, just the the only way out is through. I mean, you you just have to you just have to get through it, and and um, and I think, you know, we 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 put so much pressure on our immediate actions, but I just, um, just, just, just the sitting down and doing, I, I, I attach so, I attach so much emotion and anticipation and such, such high stakes to, to the sitting down and doing that I just don't even do it. Mm -hmm. And when you just sit down and do it, it actually is a sort of banal, uh, act at the end of the day. And, and things do start to happen if you just apply a little, a little bit of momentum or a little bit of pressure to it, but um, I don't know. I, I, I under, I understand how he feels, and I, I would just say be kinder to yourself and just, you know, it's, it's an insane time, and who on earth is motivated right now? It's like it's, the most evil people in the world. <laughs> yeah, psych, psychos. I mean, um, oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think that actually really is great advice because that's, I think, where I was. And how I have kind of like clawed my way back a little bit is giving myself a fucking break 
instead of mm. like screaming at my the inside of my head screaming at myself being like you fucking piece of shit why aren't you writing this thing <laughs> be like okay well i'm gonna like just be like i'm writing it it's taking longer than it would have probably in the two before's. years ago yeah Right, I probably would have like knocked out the like I'm working on a new pilot right now. I probably would have knocked that thing out in about a month. Mm-hmm. Now it's taking wow. about two or three months mm-hmm. 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 because it's exhausting. It's exhausting to try to imagine a world <laughs> and also live in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh my god, I know. But I, I will also say though, too, part of you know. As someone who's really, really struggled to be motivated and am not much of a self-starter, but at the same time, what happens is I do end up getting opportunities that require me to step up whether I want to or not. And that's certainly what school is, right? Like, as you said, you've got assignments. You have things to read, things to do, things to make. It doesn't matter what you feel. And so I think that what I'll sometimes do for myself is like, say, I'm going to sit down for 30 minutes and do this thing and legit set mm-hmm. a timer. The and Pomodoro. Exactly. Pomodoro, Pomodoro style. Yeah. But I, not even like, not. I'm not even going to get into all like taking your breaks or you're not your breaks. Just something to get you started. And if at the end of the 30 minutes you can't, like you're like, I didn't really click in or I didn't do anything or I'm done or I'm tired or I'm whatever, then you can stop and then maybe try again a few hours later. But I will say eight times out of 10, once you start around minute, 20 you gonna start to get again like Isaac said that momentum that pressure you start Mm -hmm. to get into it and I think it's like if you can just break things down small enough like I you know there was a time in life where it was said to me you know it's like about staying in the day and don't think about um other things don't get ahead of yourself don't think about the past and now you know there there's so many days where for me it's like stay in the hour like yeah hey I can't even I don't even know what's gonna happen because I may give up and take a nap okay (laughs) I may tap out at 3 p.m. That's just a fact. But if I could just say to myself, okay, let me get this done. Or like I noticed for me when I first wake up, I have the best chance of getting stuff done because Mm. I haven't given up yet. And I've accepted (laughs) the day because I've had to wake up and like I'm up and it's like, okay, okay. Like, let's see what you can do before you, you know, the fatigue catches up with you. And so that's for me. Be okay taking a nap. I Well, naps. Yes, even several naps, but um, <laughs> uh, just 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 one long <laughs> sleep. Um, I I break it down, Naomi, even because I find a half an hour. I find the traditional Pomodoro too intimidating. So I, so I, one of my best friends was like, "Do ten minutes, oh. do ten minutes," which I know sounds so lame, but it really um, I needed it to be that small because I was like, "Well, I can do ten minutes." Mm-hmm. And and then you know fifty minutes of reward, but um, <laughs> but you know ten minutes and and because it was so quick, it would fly by, and I'd be like, "Oh, I did that." And then after a couple things, I would like sort of hit snooze on it. I'd be like, "Okay, I can do another ten minutes right away," you know, mm-hmm. and, and I would start, you know, building up to that. But but like starting at thirty minutes felt too too intimidating to me and yeah. so mm. I'm, I'm just giving any listeners permission if you need to go down <laughs> to yeah. 10 yeah, 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 yeah. um uh that's what i do and and it and i will say it just it it narrow narrows the scope so it's very specific and very achievable give oh, your yeah. give yourself achievable goals why set yourself up for failure with some big expansive yeah. notion you know i mean it's what you're saying stay in the day stay because in the day. otherwise stay in the hour the inside of your head is going to scream at you 
right? Yeah. That's why you, that's why you say this this first draft has to be perfect, flowing out of my fingers. And if the word choice and the jokes aren't on that perfect balance of witty and also something believable, then you are a fucking failure, and you should just go stick your head in the oven. That's what the inside and of my also head says to me. And also talk to people about it, like talk to your friends, be, you know, create sort of accountability with, with people, you know, you know, fellow students, fellow, you know, people who are going through it as well. I mean, honestly, being able to text Naomi, my page count each day was like such a nice thing. And, and to just, to just not feel so alone in what you're doing is, is another thing too, of just, yeah. it, 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 cr- it creates accountability, but it also, it just tethers you to other people. So you're not right. drown drowning in something on your own. Definitely. Yeah. Cause we're all drowning together. And so we're drowning. Hold on, together. hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? We're all drowning together, except if we hold on to each other, then we're floating together. Wow. Isaac doesn't get it. He doesn't buy it. He thinks we're all bringing each other down. That would be, come on. If we hold hands, we're sinking together. In a shitty sitcom. We're sinking. We're sinking. You can imagine Alan Thicke saying that and everyone (laughs) being like, oh, yeah, that seems right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you lost Isaac. It, it, it takes a lot to lose Isaac. He's usually on board with me. He's on board with whatever's Fine. happening. I'm just going to ask you Mrs. Maisel questions now. No, please don't. <laughs> now, I, I also think it's so like the other thing too. I think with this, and I think you both you both also said it too. The emotions of it. You don't think about how you feel about it right now. Meaning like do the assignments that are presented to you and try to do whatever you can to kind of like not. Um, judge yourself as it's happening. It's like, do this, and no, it's not fun right now, but that's because we're all mourning the loss of a world that no longer exists. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing this as your job because um, they right. also were like, is this maybe not what I'm interested in anymore? And it's like, no, we just said. And so like, you feel like it's sad. not, yeah, but it's not yeah. that this is not, you know, you said like you were excited to do homework. You know, you like doing the work. That is a pretty clear sign that you're doing what you should be doing. Yeah. I think that like right now, instead of being like, I'm doing this, but I'm not having fun. What does it mean? It means it's like hard to have fun right now. Like that's all that yeah. means. Like don't let it, like don't let those kind of thoughts metastasize into like, I shouldn't even be in this program or something like that. Because that is exactly what will stop you from doing the work. That is going to be and, what makes you feel and like, that's, fuck it. And that's depression. I mean, that's, that's no. just what depression does. And you're talking to the right three people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 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 But you're going to, I mean, you're going to be okay. By the time you listen to this, you will have graduated. So honestly, you know, tell us, tell us all about graduation and yes. how you're a bad bitch. Cause you did do it with honors, even though with maybe you honors. didn't feel great. You know, what's yeah. that Madonna song from that movie with honors? She had a song in that movie. I, didn't she? And I remember the love that you gave me. I've never seen oh, With Honors, I but know I just know that saying, song. Yeah, yeah. Is With Honors the one with Joe Pesci? Possibly. Never seen it. We don't know. It may not. It may not even about With Honors about <laughs> Madonna's soundtrack. <laughs> we don't know what's happening right now. Now Andy's looking up With Honors on IMDb. Is Isaac, it Brendan Fraser and Joe Pesci? Is that it? Brendan Fraser and Joe Pesci. Is that? Yes, yes it, it is. Was, it was. What's, what's the Madonna song in it? My, my Pesci moments. I don't know. You didn't look that up? You just looked up <laughs> Joe Pesci? <laughs> he 
Isaac just had to know if it was Joe Pesci. Isaac, you're really testing you my gotta patience. You got to go. Whoa! Look wow. up! Wow. Okay, this took a That's... weird turn. I think it's because the three of us are all tired. And we just like don't know what to do. You gotta Google. Oh my God! If you don't Google soundtrack, so help me God, Isaac. Isaac, thank you do. So hold on, much. hold on. You knew I was joking. Thank right? you so much hold for on, coming on our extravaganza. Wait, 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 wait. You knew I was joking, right? Of course I do. Okay. You know, I like to end things on like a tense moment and be like, oh, we can't talk anymore. Because it's like funny to me. The, the, the idea that you've stopped the interview because the tension is too great. The listeners don't tune in for tense moments. Madonna, uh, I'll remember. From I'll remember. The With yeah. Honor soundtrack coming in at number five. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Isaac, you're not coming in at number five. You're coming in at number one in With our the, hearts, oh my God. in our minds. And we are so grateful. <laughs> That you're wearing your couples therapy merch, baby. Uh, People ask me about every time I wear this. It's a real conversation piece on the street, ooh. in airports. Well, well, well. People want to know what's couples therapy, and I'm, I'm spreading the gospel. Thank you so much. You Thanks. are doing happy, the Lord's work, yeah, a missionary. Happy 200th episode. Here's the 200 more. Thank you. Thank love. you. 
I was going to say, appropriateness, discretion, any sense of humor knows it's already, the moment's passed. We just can't. <laughs> we're, we're done. We can't. Right, it's not necessary. Yes. Right. It's um, what I always come back to when people d- start like giving their hot takes. I'm like, is it necessary? <laughs> does it need no. to be said? Does it need no. to be said by me? And does it need to be said now? Never. To be asking those questions vis-a-vis the slides. Yes. I'm going to say this. No <laughs> takes on anything are hot anymore. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Let's just do There's... no takes. Let's all just like fucking chill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's have a no take summer. Last yeah. year was hot girl summer. This is no take summer. Yes. I would love a no take summer where everyone is just like not giving their opinion on anything. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Where we're all just like happy for each other and letting everyone do your thing. <laughs> exactly. That would be the ultimate kindness. Absolutely. Yes. How do you fight back against fascism? No take summer. Yeah. <laughs> Only fascists are going to have takes. And then we get rid of those people. Okay. Okay. That's the plan. Now, Punam, we didn't bring you here to talk about takes and how we shouldn't have them. We brought you here because episode 200, baby. We're Congratulations. A cavalcade of stars. The best of the best. Uh, and each person has to answer one question. Okay? You come in here and you help one soul find a little joy in the darkness that is existence. Okay? That's what wait. we're doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wait, because you froze a little bit, so I, like, missed half the joke, and I was like, was that the question? Fuck. No, 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 no. You're going to hear the question now. Okay, okay. Andrew, please proceed. <laughs> I'm nervous. I know. I make it really intense. Yeah. I like this idea. It's almost like treating it like The Voice or like um, America's Next Top Model. Something like, two beautiful girls stand before me. Yeah. You know, and just really stressing it. But go ahead, Andy. Hi, Andy and Naomi and guest, um, longtime listener, first time caller. My name is Danielle. I'm a 34 year old cis female and I'm calling with a dating question. So, um, I have been single since January of this year. I, uh, ended a seven year relationship. So, uh, we weren't married, but we were living together for about four and a half years. Um, and so I, after getting vaccinated, I had hot girl summer, um, started dating on the apps and everything's been pretty cool. Um, in June, I met, um, I met a guy named Aiden and he's 32 and he, um, when we first met, we, um, I told him that I was not in a place for anything serious, but, uh, was kind of like looking to date around and, and basically leave a door open for something, um, if I were to meet the right person. And he had, um, within, within a year of meeting me, gotten out of a a four-year relationship as well um and he said that he didn't want anything serious for at least a year um and i think that that year has passed um in october (laughs) but anyway he was like you know uh just looking for something casual i've always uh he was 31 when we met he's like i've been in five long-term relationships and i just want to you know take some time to be single meet people whatever Um, and that was totally cool. Um, so like I said, we met in June, we were friends. Um, we were kind of like not really seeing each other, uh, because of, we both live in a major city and just the similar to Andy and Naomi, uh, when you all first met, like the commute was bad. So we were like, let's just keep this real casual as friends. And then in August, 
um, we started hanging out and we hooked up and things have like, you know, we've been seeing each other pretty seriously, not seriously, we've been seeing each other pretty regularly since August. And, um, I would say that we're casually dating now. Um, so fast forward, it's now October. So really seeing each other for about like two, two and a half months. And I have feelings for him. And I don't know whether I should tell him, hey, I have feelings for you. Like, I could see this becoming a little bit more serious. Um, You know, I'd like to stop seeing other people. Um, But I'm afraid that if I tell him, things might end. Um, So I'm not sure if I should be honest with him um, and risk it ending or just write it out and see if he is feeling the same way about me. Help. Thanks. Love you guys. So we're very behind on this, and this person may have already <laughs> made a decision. No, I thought this was a recent one. I think maybe they were they were saying in October that they started to develop feelings. According to according to the timestamp, this is more recent. Okay. 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 So that could be false. I'm oh, just well, saying. Okay. All I got to say is that I didn't know it was going to be a math question. The mathematics involved. I was like over here, like beautiful mind, like calculating. I know. Theory, you know uh, he's I know. Me too. I was like, he was 31. He is 32. Yeah, he, he is the one. He, he, five relationships. Well, he was seven years. He was four years, but they each won a year. But her year has passed and last summer, but his years has just started. Honestly, I can't, um, <laughs> which actually but, probably leads me to my point that timelines are arbitrary. <laughs> true. It's very true, true. But also, yeah, I know for all that, it's like, in short, I've caught feelings with, from my friends with benefits, but I, he say he don't want to, or he said he didn't want a relationship. What should I do? And it's like, and she's like, yeah. the answer is, of course, get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Trap him <laughs> or trap yourself. Exactly, trap yourself. Um, I mean, Punam, you've had friends with benefits in the in the world, correct? Yeah. Was it, <laughs> were you all, were you someone who was good at like keeping the wall up? Right, where you were no. like, if I'm just with, okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. I have no chill. Yeah, I am not like a chill person. I feel like I'm sex positive. I'm sexually evolved, liberated. Yes. Like as far as no judgment. But when it comes to me, like if I let you enter my body, it has to mean something to me. Uh I can have casual sex in the past. But if I actually like someone, because at the end of the day, this isn't like no one is right or wrong for wanting or not wanting whatever level of relationship. But like what this caller needs to realize is like, what do you want? Does this person mm-hmm. match up with what you want? The only way to find out is to ask him and tell him how you feel. And if he doesn't, then that's not your match. Exactly. And you got to move on. But like to stay and not get what you want, you'll just end up resenting the person. It's not fair to either party. Right, right. It's also like, it's interesting because I only have one friend who I know in the history of just like <laughs> friendship and dating who I remember so distinctly she was seeing a guy and she lived in Brooklyn. He was in Manhattan. And it was always like they would just see each other every couple, you know, like, I don't know, maybe twice a week or something. And it was like for months where it was like, what are you guys? Right. And she was like, I don't want to ask him. I don't want to scare him. I don't want to scare him. And I thought this is crazy. And I will say now they have been married and have three children. Wow. And that's the only time I've ever heard like name this person, <laughs> like letting um, not defining the relationship leading to an actual relationship. Because yeah. I think that if you don't get answers 
in like 90 days, it is like, it's not going to get better because you've already shown that person what you are willing to do without uh, yeah. to the relationship. You see what I'm saying? Meaning like, they're like, well, yeah. we can hook up and I, if we can, if we can hook up and I don't have to say you're my girlfriend, partner, whatever, why would I, why would I put that pressure on it if I can still have the thing I want to have? And even for physical safety reasons. Well, come on I want to know if you're sleeping with other people, not only emotionally, but physically, because then I need to draft up a contract of what we need to put in place Absolutely. in order to ensure my safety. There is 400 billion strands of HPV roaming around. Everyone Absolutely. has it. 29 strands of COVID. Okay. Honey, Whatever Pikachu, it is. You're we're collecting there. them all. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's so many. And I think especially women are gaslit into thinking that just because we express our emotional needs, we're needy. Mm-hmm. And it's like at the end of the day, you're allowed to need and want whatever you want. Yeah. And if someone else thinks it's unreasonable, great. Right. That's right. not your match. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, do I tell him and risk losing him? It's like, yeah, you do. And if you lose him, you'll come closer to finding someone who's better. And if you don't want to lose him, then the question is exactly, as you said, put him, what do you want? Like, do yes. you need, do you need a label to feel yeah. good? Or Re- do you want to continue to hook up to feel good? What's pressing? the things that you want is not going to keep this person or make this a happy. It's going to come out at some point. And especially if you're repressing it, it's going to come out weird. (laughs) It's also, there's a whole other factor here of like recent breakup and how long people think you need to take to get over it and move forward. And it's like, it varies by person. It varies by relationship because some people are in relationships for seven years off and on, whatever, but that last year, exactly, they might as well have been broken up. Right. So they have maybe already started to process detaching themselves from that person. So like, I know I used to believe very firmly, like if you just broke up with someone, go to therapy, take your time like I did. I took three years before I entered another relationship, but that was my choice because I wanted to hoe out and I wanted to have fun. <laughs> and also I was scared. But like, <laughs> I was just like, people should take time. And now like the more different experiences I hear, I'm like, no, like people sometimes can be ready. I mean, mm-hmm. but isn't that's not to say they won't be affected and they won't have to still like undo some of the things that they're used to. Right. Like if you're willing to be patient, you know, with your partner about it yeah. and still, and they're giving you enough affirmation that they want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the other thing. Maybe he's saying this because he knows he's not ready to commit in that way. So even if he likes her, he's like, but I still have these, like, how do I balance? And maybe then they need to have a conversation of like, that's okay. You still have those feelings for that other person. They were a big part of your life for that long. How can we also help you move forward? Mm-hmm. And does she mm-hmm. want to be a part of that? Right, 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 right. Well, cause it's also like you got out this, you know, Danielle, you got out of a seven year something, honey. So it's like, do you, you know, do you need to get in a situation where, as you said, you have to like, push down what you want or you're trying to kind of tiptoe around what he thinks he needs. It's like, to me, it's like, nah, part of like getting out of a relationship. If you're like, Oh, I want to be single. I want to have fun. I think, I think what we're really saying when we say that is like, we want to be a little selfish, meaning like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we just like don't want to have to think about another person for a while, which I think when, and when someone says that to you, it's like, believe them. Cause if they're saying they don't want to do it, liking you isn't going to make them do it. You know what I'm saying? Like selfish mm-hmm. is kind of just like a state of mind. And like you kind of don't, you either care or you don't, or you want to give it over. So yeah. it's like, 
unless the feelings of romance overpower the feelings of selfishness. That's true. That's true. They can't overpower and you're like, I want to be there for this person. Or but... the selfishness wears itself out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Out. You know, you know, you might at some point be like, oh, this is a lonely existence. Uh, What's that voice? Can you do it again? <laughs> yeah, this is a lonely existence. Uh-huh. That definitely sounds like what that voice would say. <laughs> this is a lonely existence. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think so. But it's also like you. I don't want you as someone who got out of a seven-year situation who's kind of figuring themselves out now i don't want you in a situation where you have to like take care of some dude's emotions yeah. or like tiptoe around them if she doesn't want to do that it's so hard to when it comes to like access and conditions when it comes to like dating because on one hand with social media and everything and like what we've talked about like love and romance we think that means full access to someone at all times mm-hmm. and then like mature relationships and mature love as we grow older we realize Access doesn't equal love. Mm-hmm. I could see someone mm-hmm. once a week and have an amazing day with them. And it could still make me feel better than if I was texting them all day for seven yeah. days. If you were living with somebody. Yeah. You could feel better than if you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's one thing. And then sometimes we also think like if conditions are applied to something, it's a reflection of how that person feels about me. But really it's like, I've had to learn like, oh, if there's like conditions or like they can't do this or they need this time for this. That's just them taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I first heard this, it's easy for me to be like, who's this asshole <laughs> sleeping with you and doesn't want to date you? And it's like, well, is he wrong? Because he did let you know. And you're not wrong for having feelings, but you just have to always be honest. You got to be honest. You got to be honest. You got to be honest, honey. If there's one thing we've learned in the last two years is that life's too short. So you might as well say what you want. And if that person don't want it, keep it pushing because there's another one. There's another one where that one came from. And that's what I used to forget. And yeah, it may take a while until you find the next one, but there's another one. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be there. But ladies, what if the new one's dick game ain't good? (laughs) (laughs) It can be improved. Oh, my God. It can be a learned behavior. No, put him, don't even answer him like what he said wasn't insane. <laughs> Ladies, what if his dick game ain't good? <laughs> so many levels. One starting with ladies. But do men think- <laughs> Calling it dick game. <laughs> Dude, do, do, do you think like straight men say that about women like her pussy game was off? Or do they think more like, oh, like something? I, I felt weird even saying that word because I like to say it. But like, do, do you think it's different and they're more just like physical? Like it looked weird. It smelled weird. It didn't feel good. But like, or does it just always feel good? And like, because what do we mean by game? Like the motion, the physicality. Like, do you think, I think that's say- what we, yeah, I think, I think, I think you could say the performance was lackluster. Yeah. For anyone, right? Meaning, mm-hmm. like, it didn't seem like they were having much fun. Or there was no really... intermission. She was a star starfish. Have you heard starfish? Yes, exactly. I just or he that was term. a starfish. Wait, was yeah. some of them just lay around? It's when you just lay there, oh, splayed <laughs> out. Can you imagine, like, actually having your arms and legs out like this, but then being disinterested? Oh, uh, sometimes like you just got run over like by a truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. There are times where I'm just like, I want to rest, but I'm so sure. Do your thing. Again, do your thing. <laughs> have at it. <laughs> I have no idea of 
if guys in real life talk like that, <laughs> dudes. I've never. I'm not saying this to be like I'm so evolved. Or it's just like the idea of like talking about women with friends like that grosses me out. Yeah, he never. Did. Like, I asked him. He said him and his friends, yeah. like even when they were teenagers, like he wouldn't talk about like his girlfriend or what they were doing with them. Oh, how I know. respectful. Well, you, Andy, you and your friends don't go to the pub and get get <laughs> your beers and in your North Face jackets and sit around <laughs> and talk about all the girls you're railing. North you never face did that? jacket. I'm just trying to think of like straight, the most straight men things. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about ladies' buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, her butthole game was whack. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what happened. Butthole game was whack. Oh, God. Oh, We've lost God. our minds. Put them. Put them. Thank you for joining us for this very special episode. Very Thank special you. episode. Thank you. You guys are the best. Congrats on 200. And here's to 201 more. What? <laughs> Brian, um, I'm just so happy that we could put aside our feud for the 200th episode of Couples Therapy. You know, I was thinking about like, what is my whole purpose in this world is to do for the greater good. And am I talking Mm -hmm. with my eyes closed? I am probably Mm -hmm. for a minute. Mm -hmm. But I have decided to serve something other than myself. And that's um, helping other people. And if that has to be through people, I really, well, one of, Andy, I like you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's mutual. And otherwise, I just, you know, I'm here to climb hurdles and overcome mountains and um, just, you know, keep my enemies close. Yeah. Did you just call me a mountain? <laughs> Is that the wow. implication? That I'm wow. a large form? Wow. <laughs> no, but you are my enemy. But no, you're, but today sure. I put that aside. But no, you're not a mountain. Two things, two things. Brian, you said you're serving something else. Now you're a tennis player. <laughs> All right. So you Speaking are ser- you can be serving love in many ways. That's wow. true. As a tennis player. Wow. I dedicate my that. tennis to all of the parents and all of the children of the world. <laughs> Second thing. Now, do you guys ever think that a season of the TV show Feud will be dedicated to your rivalry? <gasps> I mean, we can only hope. We can only hope the difference is in Feud. The press was the were the ones who really made the rivalry huge, and in this yeah. case, I'm the one who's making. Like, I feel like <laughs> I'm the one who's exacerbating this problem. But like I said, I'll get over it. But yes, there should be a TV show dedicated to Naomi and me and our frenemy status. Well, I think it should be. I mean, in a way, almost if it, you know, you as the person exacerbating the feud, the show becomes a portrait of a man and his descent into madness. And that's really what it is. Hold on. You <laughs> very, just... very old Hollywood. Exactly. What man's descent into madness as he pushes those around him away. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's Think right. That. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. Naomi is actually a very uh, big influence in my life and inspiration <laughs> and um, companion. So, <laughs> you know. Do we call she... this film Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. The sexiest street in America. <laughs> Just covered in urine. Oh, it's uh. wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> Brian, it's the 200th episode. I am. Congratulations. For Thank real. You. Congratulations. That's no small thing. Well, when was the 200th episode of Attitudes? That had I think it been... was like 1987. I was, I was thinking that. Because right. right. 200 episodes take... is what? Like four years-ish? Something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Oh, 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I think we're on episode like five hundred something of attitudes. I like, know. I saw something. I was like four hundredth, and I was like literally trying to do the math. I'm like, they've been doing it. Attitudes was the first podcast. It was move the over very, Mark Maron, move over whoever it was else. The it was the very first podcast. It's up there. Yeah, yeah. beginnings is on episode five thirty something. That's true. I mean, you've been doing wow. that podcast over twelve years. It's his longest relationship. It's the podcast, and then me. Yeah, it's somehow my longest relationship, too. I, I never thought that, like, you know, a decade plus later, I would I would still be rocking it with Aaron, you know, well, but I love it. I do want to ask, though, you know, two things. Do you ever get tired of hearing yourself talk and or coming up with ideas to talk about? Because I will tell you, I hit that where I'm like, I don't even know. We ain't do nothing today. No, or this I, week th- was boring. <laughs> For sure. No, there are moments when honestly, I I think to myself, I need to. I really need to take a vow of silence. Well, I I, I, I really just want to go somewhere and see what it feels like to not talk for like a day or two. <laughs> I just see what that feels like. I don't know. Maybe I would, would run off a cliff. I have no idea. But yeah, there are times when I'm like, I and you hear it sometimes where I'm just desperately reaching for just trying to find funny wherever. And it usually ends up just being me being gross. And then I'm like, all right, don't try so hard. <laughs> right. Just don't try so hard. Why am I still trying? <laughs> Not after all these years. No way, honey. I was what temping about- at, at yes, Barnard. Please. Okay. This had to have been six or seven years ago. And one of the people there, I forget where I was. But like one, I would go around to one of the departments, and one of the people that I talked to was going to an ashram or something for two weeks wow. to do like a silent meditation. Right, wow. and I was in disbelief. <laughs> I was like, I can't that to be alone with my thoughts for more than ten minutes is akin to the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do. I I don't think I could do a silent meditation. I just need, truly, what I need is like diamond tap on tap and silence. <laughs> diamond, diamond tap, on something tap. to soothe my throat. Yeah, <laughs> I just need a prescription to like. I need to like go to Switzerland and just find out where they make Ricola and take a deep dive into it. Literally. <laughs> Into a vat of lemon honey. That's right. By the way, that sounds amazing. I know. That's a delicious. No that's the best flavor. I agree. I would, I would have that even when I didn't have a sore throat. I was like, this is my candy. Fuck yeah. Andy, why are you? Andy's doing that laugh where he closes his eyes, you guys, because he can't even. Because he's like disappointed. And, yeah. And I'm like, what? Oh, no, no, no. It's not what? disappointment. It is <laughs> It is that that you have an opinion. Whenever I do that, I always find it funny that you have certain opinions about things. Like what? lemon honey specifically like i'm with her though that is the best and they have a sugar-free lemon honey but it's not as good so never yeah it's never it's never is i find it i find it funny it it it, do you know what it is naomi and i i think that maybe this is a miscommunication it fills me with a joy a lot of times when you have specific opinions about things that that i don't know why anyone would have any (laughs) about it and it's it's what makes okay. me, it's one of the things. It's not okay. the thing, but it's okay. one of the things that makes me love you deeply. Okay, well then, thank you. I'll take it. I do have a lot of opinions that yeah. are unnecessary, <laughs> and I, I certainly what? get angry about things that don't matter. That's called being a sensitive person who wears your heart on your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only impressed. Well, Brian, you as a sensitive person who is Thank quick you. to quick to make enemies, I think that um, you, you know, no better person to answer a question 
for us, you know, obviously you're a professional <laughs> advice giver on Escarana. Right. I'm the one on the show who gives the wrong advice most of the time, so I hold on to your hats, you know? <laughs> Can't wait. Well, Naomi said try to find something juicy. I don't know if our callers necessarily call in. It's more like an existential juiciness. Great. <laughs> and less of a, like an episode of Feud on FX. Right. I right, right, don't right. mind an episode of Feud on FX, ever. So we're good. But that's that's more I was saying that's more of like a Ron and Brian. It's funny because I was thinking oh. of Mel, Melrose Place was my reference. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I see. I yeah, see. So class Melrose. versus trash is what we're talking about. <laughs> Great. No, I'll I'll somehow make it above water to okay. be on this show. And I hope I don't embarrass you. Well, all right. Let's go. Let's <laughs> oh <my> see. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can't even keep it together. Oh, hi, Andy and Naomi. My last message was a dumpster fire. So I'm going to try again. Um First off, I love you both. Naomi, you're special. On Netflix was incroyable. Um, I laughed so hard, and you are amazing. You are a queen, and Andy, you are hilarious. And a team guest, I'm sure you're amazing, too. Here's the sitch. Um, I haven't had relations, intimate relations in four years. Yep, I've been celibate. And uh, that's a long time. And a lot of that has been doing work on myself, going to therapy, working on my self-confidence, processing past traumas. Um, But I definitely want to get laid again so badly, (laughs) but I don't want to do it with an asshole. And there's just like dating right now is rough. The apps, every guy is like listing themselves as moderate. Um, And we know what that means. It just means that they're idiots and that they have, you know, they think like, conservatives have a point sometimes which is just <laughs> disappointing I'm sorry that's how i feel um and yeah i'm just wondering if you have any advice for psyching myself up to get back in there um i find that when i swipe left on these guys the pool that i have is smaller which is not a bad thing but it's kind of a bummer because i just want a cool guy who's a feminist and, hmm. um, you know, isn't like a stupid, like racist. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, or an idiot, at least, who doesn't understand that white supremacy is real. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, if you have any advice for how to manage that, some self-care tips. For dating, I don't know if you can share any stories about when you were on the market and how you got through that, but that would be awesome. And I love you both. Bye. Do you see how hard it is for women out here? She said, can I have someone who's not a stupid racist? That's all she can ask for. Do you see she can't even dream bigger than not a racist? Honest to God. The first thing I thought was like, that is quite a low bar. <laughs> just That's the baseline of being a human being. I know. I'm sure there are more than plenty, more than anyone would like to even admit. Are any of Noam Chomsky's racist. children? <laughs> there we go. Uh, there are, we go. Are any, any of them uh, Susan single? Sontag's nieces or nephews? <laughs> I don't know. Also, though, it's funny because she's like someone who at least believes white supremacy exists. I'm like, well, okay. First of all, get with somebody who's not white. That could be a good start. Well, that's not. Good. Well, I think it could get. It's a step. That's, it yes. can get you in the right direction. That, that is that's yes. True. You're aiming in the right direction. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't mean it's they're going to no, be progressive. No, no, no. no but it, you know, she says like, if you could just like believe white supremacy is real, and it's like, well, 
I could find you some people who believe it's real. Right. You know, but I also want you to dream bigger. And I think that um, if all you're finding in your parameters is like moderates or not a racist, I think you either need to get off that app or adjust your preferences. Like something, something, because not everybody's trash, especially not after the civil rights remix of 2020. A lot of white people had to come to Jesus. So they should be like a little better. I don't think it should be as hard. Also, though, I don't know where you live, if you're in a major city or a small town or what the deal is. I was wondering the same thing about location. And I don't know that I am correct here by any stretch. But I do feel like someone branding themselves as a moderate in Alabama is different than branding themselves as a moderate in California. I wonder if maybe, and maybe I'm wrong. If anyone says they're a moderate when they're really liberal, does that ever work that way? Like, just geographically, you're afraid to say you're a liberal, so you say you're a moderate? I don't know. Or do you Hmm, think that's... That could happen. I don't know. My other thing was, I think that you probably are... It's so funny because you're obviously not limiting yourself. You're asking for one or two very basic things. Mm -hmm. With the swipe left and swipe right, I don't know if that's on every dating platform. Like, is Bumble, does that, is that a swipe left, swipe? I have no idea. Swipe, swipe left. (laughs) Yeah, you swipe on Bumble. Yeah, we don't. You do. And and on Hinge also. And you do on Hinge also. I believe so. Because I know Hinge is the one people use now because it's more serious than Tinder. Yeah. And not necessarily you like, like have ma- a friend in common or something. You don't have like common something connections. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also wonder if you are being explicit about what you're looking for. Right. And I think you could yeah. start with someone who votes and voted for Biden, because at the very least, you're getting someone who's a moderate, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully you're getting someone who cares. But you could just I don't know. Somebody, you- I, I just feel like you could just set your expectations to. You know, someone who lived in 2020 and, and is happy that they're on the other end of it or something or right. as learn, I don't know, just that you're specific. I believe in climate change. Right. Just that like the dumb fucking sign. Oh my God. Yes. That should be your profile picture. <laughs> in this house, we believe exactly. Science is real. Yeah. <laughs> just, just see, uh, you know, I would just be more specific about what you're looking for. And maybe that'll weed it out. I'm really not doing a very good job. Uh, no, no. What if you just put in your profile, fuck off turfs? Mm, sure. That to me, that could be that. Good. There's your little, there's your little thing. If so, like, you know, that if someone's, uh, someone is like, yeah, I agree with you, turfs, fuck off out of here, then you know they're probably on the right side yes. of everything yes, yes, else, yes. or at least in the vicinity of the right side of everything else. Brian, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you ever have a dry spell and you're trying to get back into things? Hmm. Yeah, but funny enough, like I think you are hard pressed to find someone on the east side of Los Angeles who is gay who wouldn't who would go by this thing of like I'm I'm a racist or I might be a racist. Like I think I think your the selection isn't. I never so much worry about that and when i think that is the case it's noticeable those people give them away give themselves away pretty quickly uh-huh. you know what i mean because uh-huh. they can't help themselves they just want to talk about how anti-vax they are and all you know what i mean um so i don't feel like i necessarily have this problem i also just i don't know know what i'm not looking for and i feel like i can sense when it's happening but, but. what about for instance you know because i think the other thing that she's asking too is this idea like you know how she said like how do you kind of like 
get your energy back up to put yourself out there. I because see. dating is work. And I really do think it is because it's like, okay, I'm going to like, you know, make small talk with a stranger and try to get to know them and reveal some things about myself without revealing too much. And I don't want to get too drunk, but I'm also all these things. There's like a lot to a first this date. This is where I feel like a a gay man has an advantage and disadvantage here in that, like, we don't have to go on dates. We'll just we'll just be like, come over. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. and, and like, and like, here's what we're gonna do, and here's what I'm into, and here's what you're into, and like, we're just gonna make we're just gonna do this transaction. But I think obviously. For women, it's different. Not only why, not always, but there's a safety issue involved. Of course, you know, absolutely. And um, but I'm with you. Dating just fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> it's almost like you just want to say to someone, "Be cool and don't tell me too much about yourself until two days from now." When it's all over, <laughs> that's how quickly. That's how quickly it ends. <laughs> when it's right. all over, yeah. I I feel for this for this woman though because. Uh, Dating isn't easy, but I wonder if you can also just sort people by hobbies and you could see if someone is involved in any kind of activism or, you know what I mean? What are yes. people's interests? Well, also, what are your interests? Because I think that will also help, yeah. too, because people always say, uh, you know, you find someone when you're not looking. I'm not saying don't look. What I do believe, though, is that when there's not pressure on it, you put mm-hmm. a, you um, can find somebody. And so I think to not put pressure is like, you know, do you have any activities that you're into right now? Things that you've been doing like tennis. Exactly. Like tennis. You really want to play some tennis with Honey, Brian. And it's like Andy, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to play. <laughs> well, but like, yeah, are there places, you know, is there like, you know, people have like intramural leagues, like, you know, movie, like, what do we like? DSA. DSA. DSA, sure. Different things where maybe at least, again, not that you're in DSA being like, I would like to sign a petition for love. Yeah. But you can maybe meet a friend of a friend or <laughs> totally. something in that vibe where it's like, oh, we have a meeting and then we all go get a drink or food after. And then next thing you know, I'm talking to so-and-so's brother. In whatever you know? you're involved with, it would be interesting just to I just to say to those things you're involved with, just the, with the people you know, like, Hey, I'm kind of looking to get to date again. If you know of anyone, let me know. I think it's good to let people know you're available, or at least people that you're close to know yes, you're available is, yeah. and searching. But I also think that really being specific about what's on your profile, what your likes are, and also try not to do the thing of what you're not looking for. I always think that reads. Oh, not you mean well. writing that on the profile? Like not saying, I'm not looking for someone who does this. I'm not looking for someone yeah, who does yeah, this, yeah, but yeah, instead yeah. being like, I'm looking for someone who does this, or I do this. It'd be great to do these things with a person who's also interested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I think? And as someone who never really used the apps at all, <laughs> take this with many grains of salt. Sure. But I wonder if, like, instead of putting I'm looking for X, Y, or Z, I want to go a little further okay. and just say, put down some vibes. <laughs> put down some vibes in your thing. What? How do you put vibes in it? Make a collage well, I- and take a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's on my vision board. Yeah, exactly. Here's what I'm manifesting. <laughs> but I think just instead of like saying like, you know, like instead of saying act, because I was surprised. Naomi and I, there are obviously things that we have in common. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't I have a think, lot. Yeah. But I think instead of like more so than like the activities or the like music or whatever that we have in common, we have vibes in common. <laughs> I yeah. think we vibe on the same wavelength most times. And I think that's our connection. But it's also hard to tell in writing. 
Yeah, and it that, is. It's really tough. And so that's why it's kind of a question of, that's why it's either like, you know, make these like coffee dates that are no more than an hour, you know, or make them at like a place you really like to go so that if the date sucks, you at least get a meal you like or something. Definitely. Like find ways to make it so it's not just like this is the date and then you can get those vibes and maybe you'll be willing to try out more people if it doesn't feel like it's such a in position my whole night is this date you know and and also yeah exactly and if you were if you do something you were going to do anyway like go get a coffee and you spend 30 more minutes more at the coffee shop always have a plan for after you can get out of it but yeah four years without sex is no small thing uh-huh. and i wonder if there might be a lot of pressure to have yes. sex again on yourself and that it has to be the perfect person it has to listen the things you say you want are basic qualifiers for interacting with another person. So it's not that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do, I do wonder if there's a lot of weight on this for you. Um, uh-huh. Even when you think there wouldn't be like when you say, I just want to get laid already before yours is, is not a small thing. And I'm one, I, I, it's none of my business, but you did this for a reason. Yeah. And for whatever reason you did it, you're, you're feeling like, You've moved on from it. The time is up now and you're in a, a good space with it. Um, so I would say the first thing, if you really just want to get laid, don't be so precious about it. Make small dates with people. And and um, I yeah. like the vibe thing. I do. Which is, you're yeah. right, more of a chemical thing than it is right. something you write down. Vibes. They should know where the G spot is. Like that, <laughs> just sure. basic stuff. So you that like, ask, yep, your you first experience him. back in the pool. In the pool? Sure. We'll go with this metaphor. Sure. Isn't. There's not too much chlorine. The water's the water. warm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I know. I agree with that, too. It's like there is that pressure on it because you're like four years. I think there's also so much pressure. There's still that undercurrent of going out into the world is a little nerve wracking yeah. because we've been used to being inside. And so it does. I find for me, it puts pressure on social interactions and I ain't trying to get nothing. It's just my feeling of like if I'm going to leave the house and like venture anywhere, it's got to be dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like it just has to. Like, that's why, like, actually, so, I think pandemic dating was interesting, just because so many of those were just Zoom dates. We're talking in 2020. Yeah. So it sort of was like, well, just this is easy, right? I mean, I just I'll talk with them for 10 minutes, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I don't know. Try to get the pressure off of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, as Naomi said in the beginning, like one clear path to not dating a white supremacist is by not dating someone white. And like you said, Andy, I know that's not everybody, but it's it's a pretty good, pretty good, um, you know, you can weed people out pretty quickly that way. Yes. That can help. It's a pretty decent filter. Yeah. Yes, it's a good yeah. filter. It's not yeah. the only filter. No, it's not the finest <laughs> mesh, but it's the, oh, getting there. It's getting there, you know? It Just is. So it's getting there. You can have that. It's yeah. not vaginal mesh. But it's, it's a, No, it's like a sieve. <laughs> You said not vaginal mesh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you miss those commercials? I feel like I they know. Stopped. I'm, pr- I'm part of the class the action lawsuit. <laughs> I'm still in the class action lawsuit. <laughs> I thought maybe we'd solve the problem because I haven't seen an ad for them in like years. But oh. I don't know. Did you, I hope you get some money, Naomi. I, hope you get I mean, money. that's the thing. I think it's like it's still happening. It's just like not much money to be made anymore. <laughs> so now they're not advertising. Another business gone under during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, also get if you're close to a major city, set your filters on somewhere that is that that you could just find dates on the weekends in a major city if you're in a suburb or something, you know? Like right. 
you can look in certain locations and just set up stuff for the weekend. Just also because generally, if you know, the bigger city you're in, the more liberal people people tend to be. Well, also just the more options. Also, I love the idea of saying like, you know what? One Sunday a month is date day. I set up three coffees or beverages two hours away from home. Mm -hmm. See who I like. I'm also very into people who don't live near you. So that way, if it's terrible, you never have to see them again. Mm -hmm. So it's like you could do that and then just say like on Sunday, I like meet up with a couple people. You know, and then be like, I'm done. Like one person we went for a walk. The other person we got a coffee. The other one, I, he folded my laundry. And then you're done. <laughs> yeah. You've gotten it all done in one day. I also feel that there are, and there's different, there's a difference between being a moderate and being, but I have dated people who, that I am more liberal than, especially in terms of like social safety net issues. They are liberal, but just not as liberal as I am. And it, I'll have to tell you, like, it was very difficult at first just because everything is so you know, heightened now. Yeah, everything's right. loaded now, yeah. Exactly. But fraught. It so suddenly became a thing of like, am I actually not going to see this person because I agree with them on everything except they like Elon Musk? Like, is that, <laughs> is that, dis is that disqualifying? Yeah. And right. that's, a, that's a tough one specifically. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, by the way, sleepless nights over this. Like, just like, <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. I can't hear about SpaceX. I can't hear about how funny his tweets are. Like, I can't do it. Well, but hold on. That's, that's, deep, that, that's, that's too much. Thank you, thank you, that's thank too you, much. Thank you. That's too far. Yeah, I was going to say, way, like, if you talk about it, then that's the problem. But you could, like, have an opinion. True. I have to say that the bridge too far for me became when they said, oh, I thought his tweets about Elizabeth Warren were funny. And I was like, oh, no, but they weren't. They were, like, sex. <laughs> they were sexist, misogynist, all the rest of it. But I do wonder if maybe... How do you know that someone doesn't share your belief system so quickly? Is yes. it because they don't have it up there? I don't right. know. Right. You know? I don't know. I'm not too like, – I mean, obviously, I'm vocal about my beliefs, but, like, I don't – like, my Twitter bio isn't, like, full of my political beliefs and things like right. that. Right. That's what I mean. So I wonder, I wonder if actually some of these people might, might share your beliefs and just aren't, just aren't putting it up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how they feel about unions. <laughs> that's a great that's idea. Not, that's that's also a I say, decent litmus test. I say engage in uh, uh, two banters and see what happens. Meaning, like you could message somebody, see how they respond. Are they witty? Are they engaged? Yeah, you know, you know fast. And then, and then, like if they're not, and you see moderate, you're like, I can't be bothered. But if someone right. seems like fun, and then you're like, okay, now tell me more about this other thing. Right. I think it's like you know, yeah, you can engage with these apps in a way that does isn't a time suck but also helps you get what you're looking for, which is like finding people yeah. right. who are simpatico. Also, how did their beliefs manifest? Because I guess this is the thing. You can believe what you want. If you don't act on it, who gives a shit? There's a certain amount of that. I don't really, I, I don't like if someone's I'm giving India side eye, you guys. I know because I, I, I did not articulate this in the best way. <laughs> but if someone is like, likes Elon Musk's tweets or whatever, and that's the only thing. Right. And otherwise they're like a decent person. And like, you know, they give money to charity and they help out with like solidarity and snacks or whatever, right? <laughs> they do unhoused outreach, something like that. Then it's just like, all right, I don't give a shit what tweets they like. Exactly. Like that that part doesn't matter. But if they're if those beliefs manifest in their actions, correct. Right. And then they yeah. act like Elon Musk. Right. Then it's just right. like, oh yeah, fuck this person. Yeah, but also like if you're into Elon, it's like 
I'd be like, okay, if you and I are going to a friend's house, I'd be like, don't bring up Elon Musk, please. <laughs> and that would be sure. the problem. That would be the problem. For sure. <laughs> For sure. But I, I, I think maybe you could expand your, your view on what is acceptable and what isn't. And hopefully the basics you have mentioned in your phone call are non-negotiable. Right. But if it is something like, well, they liked Elon Musk's tweet or whatever it is, that I feel like maybe just hold, reserve that judgment until you know more. Yeah. Also, I would say on dating apps, you're fully entitled to um, judge a book by its cover. I think a picture tells a thousand words. Are they shirtless? Are they on a boat? Are they holding a beer? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> these are all disqualifiers for me of, <laughs> <laughs> of, of, oh, yeah. Like, no, I know what that is. And I yeah. don't need it. You yeah. Know? yeah. Oh, I didn't so, know you didn't like a, you didn't like a boat, a boat gentleman. Well, I like a boat gentleman as long as he's, wearing clothes and not holding a beer or a red okay. cup you know okay. i just yeah I yeah, like yeah 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 any kind I, of beer any <laughs> let me think are we I talking mean, about that kind where you like you have a beer and then there's like a little lime in the top of it what are those ones corona yeah oh yes. honey sweet baby angel <laughs> honestly corona is more acceptable to me than like no corona is spring break Brian. You're right it is spring break i don't know beer that's I, the point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess obviously i do as you could tell I guess if they're drinking like a, I don't know, just no boats no. and no, no, booze. no, like, yeah, no frat party. Not like exactly. we rented a boat for the weekend. Exactly. Uh -huh. Certainly no saying. one who was there on January 6th. That's on a profile picture. You want to <laughs> exactly. Click on. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this can happen for you. And I need you to call us back when you finally do it. Okay. Yeah. I want to know how it went. Again, put a collage on your, mood not your it shouldn't be your main photo. But in your, yeah, but in your gallery. One photo in there. Yeah, a mood board. Mm -hmm. And be like, if you can get this. Or maybe it's a bunch of pictures that uh, make a message. Remember a that rebus? game show? Yeah, a little rebus. Yes. And then if anyone solves the rebus, you you go on a date <laughs> with them. Also, I do cry a little bit bullshit on moderate. But maybe that's because we're in Los Angeles. But is anyone actually moderate in this day and age? Like, aren't you just all in or you're not? No, Brian. Well, no, no there's no. a lot of white moderates bubble, who bubble, are like. Bubble. <laughs> <Whole> bubble. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people who are just like, I don't want to talk about this stuff in public. So but that's they, what that, yeah. Because I'm all, now I'm just sort of like, look, you're either liberal or you're not. But I think there are also people, I think there's so many people also who feel like this doesn't apply to me, therefore I don't care. Yeah. Right. A lot of things where they're just like, well, it's unfortunate what they did to that man, but mm -hmm. anyway, I'm hungry. What are you going to order? You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like that. It's yeah. Like, you're right. like, okay, yeah. It's well. like, well, I don't know. I don't like the mozzarella sticks here at TGI Friday. So <laughs> I would say when you flat, see the word moderate, take it. Take a deeper look. Put everything into context, like Naomi was saying, and like see if maybe there, it's worth one line yeah. of a chat to see what happens. Yeah. 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 But you know, you can do this. But you're also perfect. a little bit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, right. Brian. I love that you you like. I know Brian. You're keeps, bouncing back up. and forth. I keep getting because honestly, 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 <laughs> if I saw someone, I'm going to say it. If I saw someone with moderate in their profile, I wouldn't click on. Of course, I, I don't think I would. But so maybe I know maybe the problem I'm is we don't know where she is geographically. That's right. That's right. And so that is why you're saying, depending on your location, you might right. want to have a conversation. We don't totally. know. Totally. We don't know. If you're in Tyler, Texas, moderate's like a bold move. So <laughs> okay. I know what that means. You know? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, it's like you the next person you have sex with does not have to be your husband. But no. also, you know what yeah, I mean? So it's like. Off. You know, just like see what it is. Remember, you know, and then maybe you do it and you go, oh, I forgot. I didn't really like this that much. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then and then you're hanging out again, you know. So but that's what we're saying. Get that D, girl. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, 
Get that D, girl. Get that D, girl. Okay. Brian Safi. Brian. Thank you for coming through on episode 200. You're I'm welcome. proud of you. You're welcome. You, if I ever have a party, Naomi, you'll be number 200 on my list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Andy, um, Andy, you're in. Yay. You know what? You just know depends what? on how big the party is. Give me the damn, give me back my olive branch. Okay, because I'm done. I'm holding out this damn branch. Your bitch ass stayed snapping twigs. You snapping twigs off my branch, Brian. Naomi, I'm just trying to keep in the theme of things. <laughs> <laughs> I love you both so much, and I can't even tell you what an honor it is to have me on your two under it. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> oh, that was a fun time, Woo! wasn't it? Wow, it's great to really get together with friends, and it feels good to laugh again. <laughs> it is, especially friends that uh, we haven't seen in person. <laughs> it was a great way to really like make people talk to us. Yeah. You know, that's what I've also, I will say that's another thing I learned in 200 episodes. Yeah. A podcast is a way to make friends talk to you, and that's beautiful. <laughs> All right, well, here's to 201 more. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.